Today on The Daily Charge, inside the box is a Pixel 4, nothing less and nothing more. Nest Mini and Pixel Buds galore, but was made by Google a bit of a bore? Welcome to The Daily Charge. It's Tuesday, October 15th. I'm Roger Chang. With me are Molly Price and Lynn Law. We're here to talk about about all things Google. We're going to be talking specifically (laughs) about the Google Pixel 4 as well as the Google Nest Mini. Uh, But let's talk about the Pixel 4 first. That's the headline, obviously. Uh, It's the new smartphone. It's got a second lens, a telephoto lens, finally. Uh, Lynn, tell us, what else is new about this thing? Yeah, so Google released its Pixel 4 and 4XL flagship phones. And there's two big things. One is the camera, and the second one is the radar motion sensing thing that's backed by Soli technology. And um, what's really cool about it is that now you there the phone has Face ID. Well, app, Google's Their answer version. to Apple's right. Face ID. And so it's secure. They claim it's secure enough that you can pay and authorize for digital payments, which is kind of a big deal because before, when we used Face to unlock on Android phones, it was usually just to unlock your phone. But this right. one, that they want you to you know use Android Pay with it. And there's also touchless gesture controls, um, which we don't really know how much we'll use it in real life. We've seen it in other phones, like the LG G8 mm-hmm. ThinQ. And I think um, a long time ago, like in 2013, the Galaxy S4 had like some version of it, like Air had, like, Gestures. I think there was Air Gestures. There was eye tracking, I yeah, think, for tracks. that one. Yeah. And we weren't like, we didn't, back then we were kind of saying that this was a little gimmicky. Maybe yeah. this one will be different depending on the execution and how fast it is. Apparently you could like wave your hand above the screen to skip songs and mm-hmm pause music and silence your alarms and so um i'll be reviewing it and i'll look forward to using it or not using these features well i remember the the g8 had that and the 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 actual gesture controls there were pretty terrible and awkward like it took me a long time to figure it out scott stein of course being like a magician and (laughs) part-time like was able to figure out immediately but i was like he's like is this your phone yeah exactly (laughs) Um, yeah. Did you have a chance to try it out at all in the demo room? Or? I had a little bit to like, you have to be like really kind of conscious of it. It's like mm. with the LG G8, I remember it sounded really good. But then when you're doing it, you're like, I will never yeah. be caught dead doing this just to turn like off. A like a volume. Was a, it was, was like a little like jogger. It was yeah. like a volume kind of thing. And, and, and it like, wasn't natural. Yeah. It yeah. didn't feel, it felt weird. Yeah. This yes. one I have to say it was a little bit more, but it's still like you kind of have to. Got it. And going back to the, this thing helps power the face unlocks. Like, how does that, how does it work? Like, how does the the radar play into making the face unlock a little bit faster? Well, it's like the, in the front, it's the front facing camera works with that with radar and infrared. And Google Mm. was saying how um, both technologies is super low battery powering, low, it's low battery, accurate and fast. Mm -hmm. And basically, it's just you know using your face and then the um, your motion capture to identify you and see. And they claim it's supposed to be the fastest facial recognition system. Right. Faster than Face ID, mm-hmm. although we haven't put that to the test. We yet. haven't done it right. side by side yet. Right. Um, I have it on my iPhone 10, but it's older, and I, we haven't used it with you know the iPhone 11. If you want to see. Right. But I don't know how we could like time that. A if race. It's like yeah, if it's like. I mean, we'll. I'm sure we'll figure something out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and going back to the camera, which is obviously the marquee thing, they had. Annie Leibovitz on to talk yeah. about, yeah. you know, which I guess was okay. I don't know. I was, it's always weird whenever they bring on a celebrity to talk about the product because I don't know. I don't know how much, how much value you actually get into that. But talk about the camera. Like having a second lens, what does that add to the Pixel experience? So 
it was funny because the Pixel 3, you know, we praised it because it was doing all these things that it was mm-hmm. doing with just one lens at yep. the time when everyone was having two or three lenses. This one, it has two lenses this time. It's still fewer than what the S, like some Galaxy phones oh, have yeah. and like that. Um, so it's still, it's two. The second one is a telephoto lens. And they're saying, Google said, you know, it helps them. They decided on the telephoto lens because it was more important to zoom than it was to have an ultra wide lens. Right. Um, and they're using it to improve portrait mode for one thing so it's supposed to be smoother the fallout's supposed to look more natural they said they improved like hair and fur which mm-hmm. is really hard to do and we've seen that in past pixel 3s where it's like kind of patchy mm-hmm. um, and you could also take portrait modes from a farther distance um, and the bokeh effect they said was like more natural okay. I think and the other ones besides that um, is imp- HDR plus you could see it um, the effect in real life in real time Oh, huh. yeah, yeah instead cool. of post, which is really interesting because sometimes like sometimes I don't really like how HDR um, yeah yeah, sometimes it's like overly processed and mm-hmm. stuff so, mm. to see how um, it looks in real life and that you could adjust the highlights and the shadows, that was really um, interesting because I had a chance to um, do it during our do, during the demos yeah and it's fun to kind of play with like the tone mapping and um, before you actually even take the shot. yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I mean, look, that's the camera's always been the strong suit for the Pixel, so look forward to hearing more about this stuff from you. Uh, all right, so next up is the Google Nest Mini, which replaces the donut-shaped Google Home Mini. Uh, Molly, you've got one here. I do. Still donut-shaped. Still, still donut-shaped. Um, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much it's the same thing. They just rebranded it with Nest, right? It's a little bit different on the inside. On the outside, it looks almost identical. Uh, okay. So this is the blue. This is sky. This is the new blue color. You can kind of see it there. Ooh, ah. Um, the top fabric is different. It's now made with 100% recycled plastic, which is nice and eco-friendly. Uh, everything port-wise is the same. You still have mute and power and uh, no audio jack of any sort. Sorry. Actually, I do appreciate that there's a wall mount. At the, there is at a the wall back. mount. That's, the, that's nice. the other thing that's new about this one. There's a wall mount. So if you wanted to, um, you know, put your home mini, your Nest mini uh, vertically on the wall somewhere, you can do that now. Uh, on the inside, they added a microphone, so it should listen better. And uh, they improved the speaker, too. So you should get, they say, twice the bass. Right. Um, we will see. We haven't tested that. We will be reviewing this uh, very soon, and we'll check that out. So. And, the, yeah, the competition is kind of heating up, right? Amazon just yeah. had its event, posted uh, the revealed Echo Dot, as well as the Dot with the digital clock, Yes, yeah, so we have, like. <laughs> we have the Dot with clock now, which yeah. um, which is interesting. And it's funny to me that the Nest Mini is something that you could mount on your wall like a clock, but yep. yet it has no clock, um, <laughs> especially now that the Echo Dot has one. So uh, it's sort of an interesting, interesting I guess you could mount, like, a whole bunch of these things, like a, yeah, a surround sound system. Actually, in the demo room, they did have, like, they were trying to show all the colors, but they ah. had, like, four in a row. So you could mount it. Of course, you're still going to have that power cord yeah. running down your wall. Well, you could um, you could run the power cord behind the wall. That's a whole lot of work for a yeah, Nest Mini, that's a lot <laughs> isn't it? It is um, totally too much work. So, so we'll see. Uh, yeah, they, they improved it. They added microphones. They added a, a different speaker. Um, there's a gesture control, sort of, kind of. Uh, if you hover your hand over it, you'll get two little LEDs on either mm-hmm. side that will mm-hmm. show you where to tap for volume. Um, so that's cool because I have a home mini, an old one at my house, and it's always really hard for me to, like, where do I touch to do anything? So having those two LEDs that will sort of guide you, like, tap here is is maybe better. Right. And, and you know, look, at this point, uh, folks have, they have Google Home Minis mm-hmm. or Google Nest Minis. Uh, they've got Echo Dots. Like, do you think this changes, like, either of these products kind of change the equation for folks? I, you know, it's interesting because the Echo Dot with clock is now, 
um, ten dollars. It's ten dollars more than the regular Six, Echo Dot. Sixty dollars, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, so it's interesting whether or not people will pay ten more dollars just to have a clock on something. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, maybe people will. Uh, I don't think it's game changing. I'm not sure that the Nest Mini is going to be game changing. I think mm. it's probably an improvement on their first version, but. Uh, nothing here that's like super revolutionary. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'd also be remiss if we didn't talk about the biggest surprise from the event, the Google Pixel Buds 2. Mm-hmm. They're smaller and sleeker than Apple's AirPods, uh, which they're obviously targeting. But other than that, we don't have that many more details beyond that $179 price tag. They're coming out in the spring, but like, what, did you have any impressions from those I like things? the way they looked. I, little, yeah. The little circle thing in your ear. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I feel like it looks better than the, than the AirPod, uh, yeah, the, the Q-tip yeah. look. They're yeah. kind of yeah. big. I, I know the Pixel Buds were... Were you able to try them on at the event or...? Um, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't okay. get a chance And I have, to. I have like, tiny, like, at the worst ears for headphones. So, like, those little bud things, they never stay in my ear. So I'm skeptical on, like, the small, strange ear front. Yeah. Not sure they're for right, me. Right, there's, like, a little hook thing to it. Yeah. There's a hook thing to it, so maybe that would help. Uh, but I do like that they're pretty inconspicuous. Any thoughts, Lynn? I'm just curious about how quick, I know that they improved Google Assistant, yeah. um, and yeah. so I want to see just how fast and how smooth that um, execution will be with the um, Pixel Buds mm-hmm. and with the phone, because I know like live translation yep. um, isn't, I want to see like how seamless it can actually be with it, like in your ear and using Google Assistant right? Um, and, think, and wireless. I think as yeah. far as I know, it's five hours of standby time, or it works for five hours, continuous yeah. time, um, 24 hours if you use the wireless charging case. Can't get enough? Check out The Daily Supercharge, our extended post show with special features, audience Q&A, and in-depth reviews. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.